Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A. V. N. It's headphones deal! This week's episode of Headphones Neil Reviews. I'm your host, as always, Headphones Neil, with a slightly compressed episode for the week. Mostly just because I didn't get to watch um, a lot of new stuff, but I have a little bit of a progress update on everything that I've been watching. And then I do have a film review to watch for this week. So last week I got to thinking that because we're in October, it's the time of season for Halloween and scary movies and things like that, I thought I would knock a couple of, or at least start knocking off, you know, horror movies that I haven't seen off my bucket list. So this is kind of classic horror movies. Um, things I'm kind of looking right now, or, or I decided to originally look at films prior to around 2000 to 1990. So really old films. I see why they're um, considered, you know, classics or cult classics or how they managed to probably start, you know, a stream of uh, sequels and spin-offs and things like that. So the movie I decided to start with was The Exorcist, and in this case, The Exorcist Director's Cut. So um, sad to say, in all these years, I have actually never seen The Exorcist. I do know of it in passing, so I know the theme song, I, remember, I know the scene of the girl spinning her head backwards, and that's really about it. Um, I never actually saw the movie in full, but I have heard of it, so I was like, you know what, I'm gonna start with that one, see how it is, how it holds up after all this time, and just see what I generally think of it. And overall, I want to say it was very well done, it's very methodically paced, it's very um, suspense building, so um, it builds things up to talk about that original priest in, um, I think, Europe or Egypt somewhere who comes down with something and then they bring us to the United States and the girl gets possessed by a demon and then the um, all the stuff that happens with her but then also the difficulty that um, her mom goes through and finding trying to you know talking to doctors to find a cure them not doing anything ultimately going to the church and then the uh, priest guy telling um, her that why doesn't she go to doctors and then also like exorcisms haven't been performed since like the 1700s because it generally just doesn't happen um and oddly enough regarding that priest for the 
um, initial part of when I saw him on screen, I was like, why does this guy look like a very weird looking Al Pacino? And it looked, and it actually it turns out in the trivia, they did want to approach, or they approached Al Pacino to star in the film, I think in that role, but then they found this guy. So they found kind of the, not necessarily knockoff version, but like a lookalike Al Pacino. So, um, and then also Al Pacino without all the um, outwardness and, um, you know, Al Pacino-isms and all that. So um, overall, and then that priest was a good thing or, or was a good touch. I liked his acting in all of it, that he was a psych, uh, psychiatrist or a psychologist. Now he's a priest. And, you know, putting together the pieces, taking it to his superiors and having to, you know, see how he can help the the mom and her daughter. Um, the one thing I wasn't expecting was that scene when the girl or when the priest walks into the room and the daughter is, and I'll put it this way just because it was a weird scene to watch um, or a hard scene too, that she was mutilating herself and just all the stuff that's coming out of her mouth once she gets possessed. Um, I mean, all that stuff that she was saying kind of... Um, manageable and dealable but um, just when she was mutilating herself was probably the hardest part to watch luckily they didn't you know go down the road of doing it multiple times and um, she was closed so there was that so uh, luckily, so luckily it was only that one time but that was probably the hardest part of the movie to watch um, and then of course they had the part with her head spinning around so I was like okay this, you know I am watching the movie I was expecting and so by the time the end of it and then the priest, you know, tells the demon to um, get possessed in him and then he commits suicide. So um, and then the um, police officer and the other priest go to lunch. So I was like, all in all, it was rounded off very well to the point where I kind of now want to go down that road of watching all the Exorcist sequels to see kind of how they deal with, you know, all those priests and the police and how the exorcisms progress into all the different films and how they change it up and deal with all those various things. So if you've never seen The Exorcist and this is the original one from way back in like 1979, I definitely do recommend giving it a watch. Um, it is a slow paced movie, so it will, it does take time to build up into things, but, and it doesn't have too many jump scares. I think there's only one or two, like when a phone rings and then with the, all the stuff with the girls. So it's not necessarily jump scares, but you know, scare factors, things like that. So, and it's not necessarily as crazy as the things now that we see. So, you know, the, with things like the Saul films and probably all the sequels and all of that stuff. But when you're watching it, you can see that it was a groundbreaking film in the horror genre for what it did. So now it makes me also want to go back and see prior horror films and see how they handled um, horror and what they, you know whatever they thought of like would be the scare factors for the time so um with that being said the next film that i plan to watch is the original 1982 poltergeist i have also never seen that movie so i do want to see that and see how that holds up um now and what um why that film um has the reputation that it does and I'm also currently planning to watch after that The Omen, but I actually haven't decided on that one just yet. So um, as of now, I say I'm going to watch it and then we'll see in the next week or so if something else comes to mind as a better film to watch. But uh, that's kind of the schedule over the next couple of 
weeks of the other horror films to watch to get them off of my bucket list. Um, so with that being said, um, uh, the season two of Loki has now started. So I had a chance to watch the season premiere. I haven't had a chance to watch the second episode yet. So I, but I do plan to watch it in the next couple of days. And overall, it's basically a recap episode. We have uh, Loki now, or not a recap episode, but a episode where we, ha- where we see Loki jumping through time, not being able to control it. So he's going through the different eras of the TVA. So he, at one point, he does get to the present version, and he's trying to tell Mobius about what's going on. And he jumps to a past version where Mobius has never met him, and different people in the TV have never met him. And then um, we meet a new character, which I think is the kid from Indiana Jones. Um, or And his name is Ouroboros, or he goes by OB. So um, Loki and Mobius meet him in the present. Loki jumps back in time to before OB has even met Mobius, and definitely not Loki. And they set up a thing to have them travel to through time to help stop that cutoff of time because of the guy who is everywhere or whatever the guy um now i'm forgetting his the actor's name but um with him being gone now that now time is all over the place there's no one monitoring stuff um all the clippings that are going on where they're um stopping all the variants and deviants and all of that is causing a big ripple through the time space continuum so they have to figure out how to stop that and um, allow loki to live which at the end of the episode um we're not sure what happened so we'll see kind of what the i the situation with the season is but it sounds like they're gonna deal with um no one being or the timekeepers not being there and that guy who just exists or the guy who's everywhere not monitoring the situation so um that kind of feels like we're, we're gonna get a little bit more i guess in the not in the multiverse, but in the TVA version of it. So we'll, hopefully we get to see how that uh, factors into the MCU at large. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com 
slash host. Um, and then I had a chance to finish Stargate Atlantis season two. So we're up to the point where um, the Wraith were able to get the um, database of planets and find out how to travel all the way back to Earth. So they're planning their attack there. So I think the start of season three is going to deal with that. So um, that's on the schedule to watch or to continue watching to um, finish up season three. So like I said, I think last week, I think I stopped somewhere in the middle of season three. So everything after that should be pretty new. So I should be able to get through um, season three pretty fast as well. But that's kind of where I'm at right now. So no real update there, but um, they're still on the search for ZPMs and powering the city, keeping it hidden from the universe, uh, slowly starting to make alliances and meeting other people. So they found, for example, an abandoned and not really functional um, Atlantean warship. So um, things like that. So like I said, it's Stargate light, so not as much um, resources and personnel as SG-1 but or Stargate Command, but they're doing what they can with the resources they have. And then to round it out, I'm continuing my playthrough of Doom 2, the Plutonia experiment. So I'm in the third episode or approximately. So um, we have um, the Doom guy um, dealing with the initial onslaught and then traveling to a, the base, I think, on Jupiter it was and dealing with that. And then by the end of it, realizing that, he, that um, Hell has attacked Earth because not all the portals were closed at the ones that the... Um, UAV or UAC um, open, so he's now dealing with that. So overall, a pretty interesting game. Very well designed levels. Um, it is a lot more in, um, hardcore, even on the easier level with all the various monsters, because you have you know cyber demons and barons of hell and caco demons and all the a lot of the various enemies more early on than the prior games. So it makes it very challenging. And then in researching one of the levels, I did see that there was an exit to the secret level. So I thought, you know what, I'll give them a shot and, or at least give them a shot now, see how they are, because the exit was there. And I, I will say I did, of the two uh, secret levels, I did like the cyber den level, because you deal with four cyber demons, but you have to unlock the doors to deal with them one at a time. They're caged up by the humans. So I guess someone figured out a way to catch cyber demons. Um, so you have to, I guess, kill them for whatever reason. Um, the second secret map, which you only get by finishing the first secret map called Go To It, is the harder of the two maps where they basically give you an onslaught of every single demon in the game, pretty much. So you have Cyber Demons and Spider Masterminds and Anacrotons and I think Barons of Hell um archviles and revenants and demons and everything so it's a whole lot of demons and i think it's just about everything or the kill i think there was something like i want to say either 165 or 205 demons to kill on the map and like it's the highest like kill count and all of that so you do have to deal with it in sectors which i tried to do but it ultimately falls apart i think for me as an amateur gamer it's not a level meant for me because you have to you know follow a particular path and get use the soul spheres at the right spot and use the right weapon so that you can pick up the keys and ultimately finish the game 
And even if you get to the part where I, for example, where I was having the biggest issue with all the Barons of Hell and Anacrotons in one map, or one sector of the map, even if you finish that, there's still another part of the map where you have to deal with Barons of Hell and four, I think three Cyber Demons and Revenants and Shotgunners and all of that. So it's a very, very difficult map. So if you go into it thinking that, oh, I've played Doom 1 and 2, I should be fine. Um, I would definitely say that no, you would need the experience, or I would say it's more for the exp uh, advanced or better than average gamer because of all of the enemies and the path you have to follow. You have to have really good, you know, aim and dodging abilities and strafing abilities and all of that. So I will admit that it's not me that that is able to do that. So um, I ended up turning. So I played. For, I think I tried that level for like an hour and a half. Um, so that video is up on the YouTube channel. I tried for like another half an hour the next day just to see if I could make any progress. And I made some, but not enough to make a dent in it. So I ended up turning on God Mode, giving myself all the ammo. So maxing out on all the guns and ammunition and finishing the level because I was like, you know what? I'm going to be here forever if I don't uh, finish this level. I mean, I could technically skip it, but I was like, I wanted to see the end of it too. So I did turn on God Mode and finish the level. And then I forgot to turn it off. So at the beginning of the following level that as part of the list of regular levels, I forgot to turn it off. So I, there is that. So I did end up turning it off. Um, but just a heads up there that um, I did turn off God mode mostly for the purpose and sake of finishing up that secret level. Cause I did want to play through it and see how it is. So assume that, you know, I could kill all the enemies and, you know, um, get through the level. So. I did take a little bit of cheating to get through that, so but I will admit that I did that um, for that sake that I know I'm not good enough to finish that map called Go To It. So um, with that, I'm back to now the regular level. So the rest of the gameplay for the Plutonia experiment will be um, just regular gameplay and all of that. So and then I'll make note anytime I do have to use God Mode or whatever. Um, I assume that none of the levels now should be as hard as Go To It. Um, but we shall see because of course with my luck in two levels it's going to be that hard again or something so um, in any case I'm enjoying the game though very well designed very good maps and it keeps my interest for each and every level um, and then I did finish and so also since then I did finish um, one extra level the omen which I don't know that it uh, which is what made me think of the Omen, the movie, to watch that as well. Uh, which is an easy level compared to the two secret levels, so I was able to get through that. Um, but all the gameplay is now up on the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash pateln01. And I've been giving general progress updates of my gameplay, so if you follow me on the socials anywhere that is listed on the website, you can get those regular updates um, along with past episodes, subscription links, and all of that good stuff at headphonesneal.reviews. But that is all for this particular episode, and like I said, for next week, I plan to have uh, Loki episode 2 watched. Um, I'm gonna get try and get uh, some Stargate Atlantis in as well to at least catch up through the middle of season 3 so at least I can get knocked that out and everything else will be new. And if I do more then um, I'll give that update as far as how far I've gotten. Continue to play Doom, watch um, Poltergeist, and all of that and whatever else comes up. Uh, with 
The Walking Dead Daryl Dixon. I'm watching that as well. Um, I guess he, by the end of the episode, he talked to Carol back in the States. They were able to get that radio working and she supposedly found someone. Um, I couldn't make out what who she said she found, but when I was listening to the Talking Dead podcast, the unofficial one was from the hosts that live in Canada, um, I guess they heard that it sounded like she found Rick potentially. So um, that actually does seem to make sense because um, AMC just put a trailer up on the their YouTube channel that um the walking dead the ones who live starring rick and michonne is set to release in february of 2024 so that may very well be the case that um carol has found rick so we'll see um and because i haven't seen the latest episode of the walking dead daryl dixon yet um we'll see how it factored it with that and the over the course of the rest of that show so that's all there is for this particular episode thanks for tuning in and